Hello, precious friend. I'm glad you can join us on the Mighty Warriors podcast, a podcast dedicated to inspire and encourage you to experience a deeper intimacy with God and to be transformed by His Word in your everyday life. I'm Colette Correa, your favorite host, and this is episode 16, an episode in which we will talk about languages, tribes, nations, and all. Stick around. Valeureux. C'est toujours un plaisir de vous rejoindre à travers ce petit podcast et aujourd'hui, j'ai beaucoup de choses à partager avec vous. Je sais que les parece muy raro que estoy hablando ahora en francés y también en español. Momento, Colette, pero ¿qué está pasando aquí? Compadre, comadre, tengo una meta muy especial. بعرف إنه كتير غريب إنه عم بحكي بالفرنسي بالإسباني وهلا بالعربي. لا لا لا, أنا مش مجنونة. ليش عم بحكي بهذول اللغات؟ I know, dear friend, you're wondering, why am I speaking all these languages? You're probably wondering, is there a reason? Did she lose her mind or did she wake up on the wrong foot? Well, my friend, I had a very good reason for that. And I know that some of you understood the French or the Spanish or the Arabic or maybe all three. And of course, you understand the English. Hopefully you do. What I was saying, in a nutshell, is that it's always a pleasure to join you through the Mighty Warriors podcast, and I'm super glad to be here and that I have a purpose for speaking all these languages, and that no, I did not lose my mind. I bet you were taken by surprise. I wanted you to feel the disorientation that people felt the first day. People who had heard one language suddenly started hearing hundreds, if not thousands, of different languages. Today, our foundational passage for this episode is short, and it comes from Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. And here is what it says. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come. Let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over all the face of the whole earth. This is quite an amazing account. But 
as we have just read, their attitude did not please God. Why? Because in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, after God created Adam and Eve, here's what it says. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. In Genesis chapter 9 verse 7, after Noah and his family come out of the ark, God says to Noah, As for you, be fruitful and increase in number. Multiply on the earth and increase upon it. However, in Genesis chapter 11 verse 4, in defiance to God's command to scatter, the people are determined to stay in one place. As they say, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. From their own speech, we see and we hear that they were more concerned about their reputation, making a name for themselves, and not wanting to be scattered at all. Consequently, God confused their language, and in verse 8, it says that they stopped building the city. So imagine this one moment. You are talking one language with your friend or your neighbor, and the next moment, the person whom you were talking to is speaking a language you've never heard before. So this caused people to start looking for people whom they could understand, and they then uh, grouped together and scattered to different parts of the world and started to build different communities and different nations. So why are they different languages around the world? Because God purposed that people would be fruitful, multiply, scatter, and fill the earth. And those people scattering and filling the earth actually became communities who became nations of different tribes and different languages. Throughout the Bible, we see that God has an overarching plan and purpose for the nations. First, God selects the nation of Israel. God's redemptive plan is to reconcile mankind back to himself because man is separated from him, from God, because of sin. So through man's story, God reveals his plan through that small nation, Israel, that he selects to be a light to surrounding nations and ultimately to the world as they communicate God's will. The nation of Israel is given 613 laws in which the Ten Commandments are included. God gives them laws on the Mount of Sinai through Moses to govern their moral, civil, and ceremonial life, as well as a sacrificial system and a priesthood. Through the Bible narrative, we see that Israel's prophet become God's mouthpiece to prepare the way for the Messiah the Lamb of God. In Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 8, we read what Moses communicated to the nation of Israel. And here's what it says. The Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other peoples, 
for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Among all the nations, God selects Israel because of how small the nation is, but also because of the covenant that he has made with their ancestor, which actually is making reference to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In the Abrahamic covenant, which is an unconditional covenant, God promises to give Abraham land, descendants, and blessings. We spoke of the Abrahamic covenant in episode 6, but we'll expound on this covenant in episode 23. The ultimate gift within the Abrahamic covenant is that, that the Messiah would not only redeem God's people, which was Israel, but that through Israel, as the Messiah would come, he would bring life and light to the nations of the world. So God's plan for the nations is that they would be illuminated, saved, and redeemed and delivered through Messiah Jesus. Second, we see that God is patient with the nations, even when they are sinful nations. Why? Because according to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, instead, he is patient with us, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. God in his patience gives us, gives nations time to repent and turn away from their sins. For example, when God made a promise to Abraham to give him the land of the Amorites, as we read in Genesis chapter 15, God explained that the reason it is not time yet for him to have the land is because the Amorites' sin has not reached its full measure. As a consequence of that nation not turning away from their wicked ways, God would take that land away from them and give it to Abraham and his descendants. So from this passage, we learn that God deals with nations patiently and gives them time, gives them opportunities to repent. And when they do not, there are consequences. Last week in episode 15, we saw how God called Noah to build an ark because destruction, judgment, the wrath of God was coming. But he gave time for those people to repent. He gave them 120 years to repent, but none of them did. They went about their lives as if nothing was to happen in spite of Noah's preaching of the righteousness of God and the coming judgment. In contrast, we saw how in Jonah's time, when he went to the city of Nineveh, people repented they fasted, they put sackcloth, and they decided to seek the will of God and to believe the message that was being preached to them. And you know what happened? 
God relented and did not bring about judgment in that city. And so it is with us. God is giving us day by day an opportunity to repent. And this also is the case for nations. Nations are given opportunities to turn away from their wicked ways and return to God as a nation. And this is something for us to learn here about the patience and the kindness of God because He is loved and patient with us that we are given a chance. Third, it is very important to know that all languages, all nations, all tribes are very unique and special in the eyes of God. In John 3.16, we are told that God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whosoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. God loves us. God loves us no matter where we're from, no matter what we look like, and whatever language we speak. It is a beautiful thing. God's ultimate plan and purpose for all the nations is that they would all be reconciled back to Him back into a relationship with him. Here is what Psalms chapter 86 verse 9 says. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. Glory to God. This is a beautiful thing. And then in Philippians chapter 2 verses 9 through 11, we read of the authority and the exaltation of Jesus. And here is what it says. Therefore, God exalted him, and it's speaking of Jesus, to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Then I'd like for us to also read a beautiful passage in the book of Revelation in chapter 7 verse 9 through 10. We are given a glimpse of what heaven will look like. Here is what it says. After this I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. This is so beautiful. We know that indeed, in the end, all nations, all tribes, all peoples, and all languages will be before God, worshiping Him as it is written in His Word. Today, I'd like to challenge you to pray for your nation. Do you pray for your nation? You were born in the very country you were born in for specific reason and specific purpose. And one of them is to pray for it. And so I would encourage you today to pray for your nation, for your leaders, for your community, 
for your family, for your relatives, and to pray that their eyes would be open to the truth of the gospel, that the name of Jesus would be exalted, that the Bible would be translated in your language, in all the languages and dialects that are in your country, and that you, as well as people within your community and your country, would be a light in your village, in your town, in your city, in your nation, and to nearby nations, so that they would exalt the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is my encouragement for you today. We are all made in the image of God, and God delights in our uniqueness and in our creativity. And as we uh, seek to honor and glorify His name, let us remember to pray for people in our nation so that they may come to the full knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us take time to pray together right now. Gracious Heavenly Father, You are the God who made the world and everything in it. It is You, the Lord of heaven and earth. You do not live in temples built by human hands, and nor are you served by human hands as if you needed anything. Rather, you, God, give us life and breath and everything else. From one man, you made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and you marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God, you did this so that we would seek you and perhaps reach out for you and find you, though you are not far from any of us, because in you, Lord, we live and move and have our being. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the plans and purposes that you have for all the nations of this world. Today, I am burdened to pray that, Father, those who are listening would have in their heart a desire, fervor to pray for their nations, that they would pray for their leaders, for their communities, for their churches, that they would come to a full knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. Heavenly Father, we pray that you hear our prayers and that you would move in a mighty way in our nations. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. Lord, we pray that you would listen to us, forgive us, hear us and act for your sake, my God. Do not delay, because we are yours. We are your people who bear your name. This I pray in the mighty and precious name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Precious mighty warriors, how wonderful it's been to have shared um, the word with you. And as I come to a close, I'd like to ask you to please still listen to these closing thoughts. I want to actually thank you 
Yes, you, the listeners who have been listening to the Mighty Warriors podcast, I want to let you know where everybody has been listening from. And so, as of Monday, April 12th, 2021, there are 58 nations that have listened to the Mighty Warriors podcast, and those countries are Indonesia, Taiwan, Barbados, Sri Lanka, Qatar, Romania, Honduras, Estonia, Poland, Sweden, Vietnam, Portugal, New Zealand, Algeria, Argentina, China, Mexico, Egypt, Switzerland, Uganda, Nigeria, Botswana, Malawi, Fiji, Ecuador, Sudan, Finland, the Philippines, Jamaica, Ireland, Tunisia, Kyrgyzstan, Hong Kong, Singapore, Italy, Israel, the Netherlands, Sierra Leone, Hungary, Papua New Guinea, Russia, Zambia, Kenya, Japan, Brazil, Australia, Belgium, South Africa, Turkey, Denmark, India, Ghana, Germany, the United Kingdom, France, Canada, Jordan, and the United States. Friends, I am so humbled. I, I can't tell you how humbled I am that you are listening to me in all these 58 nations. Thank you so very much. What an honor and what a privilege it is to be heard. And so thank you for tuning in and listening to the Mighty Warriors podcast. I have a big smile on my face and I cannot believe I have read 58 nations. It's an honor and a privilege to bring you the word of God every week. And I want to thank you so very much for listening and for encouraging me. This is really encouraging me a great deal because I'm able to share the hope of glory, the hope that we have in Christ. And I hope that it encourages your soul. And I pray that it's not only a blessing to you, but a blessing to your nation. And so make sure you share the Mighty Warriors podcast with your friends, with your family, with your relatives, people in your community. And with this, I'd like to say 
I look forward to talking to you next week. And so make sure you come back. All right. Bye now. Bye.